This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McLean. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, hey Don. Hey, Don. Hey. Thanks for Steve. handling the intro of the show, hey, Don. You did a nice job. Thanks. I practiced right before. <laughs> oh yeah! I'm coming off a big night last night. Are you? I get a I get a message from my wife last night. Uh, oh, yesterday afternoon, she said, "Oh, I forgot my sister Janie. Janie wants to uh, go to the roller garden tonight since is that it's closing. Skating? That's roller skating. This oh, is a very, um, very nostalgic, popular roller skating rink here in the Twin Cities. It's been in St. Louis Park." For 52 years, I believe, owned by the same family, I do believe. And so they just came out with news not long ago that the uh, roller garden was going to be closing. And so everybody was really bummed about that. I think there are only two other roller rinks in and around the Twin Cities. There's one in Coon Rapids. There's another one maybe in Egan. I thought there was one in like Burnsville. Maybe Burnsville. Maybe Burnsville, not Egan. But uh, people were bummed because this one has just been a staple in St. Louis Park for 52 years. So everybody has memories from going to the roller rink. And I got to tell you, I was at the roller garden, oh goodness, I don't know, let's say two years ago. And it was surprisingly well attended. I was there as a thing for my sister's work, and it was well attended. I get there last night, they have an open skate at the roller garden from 5 o'clock until 7.30. I get there at about 6 o'clock, and I was like, oh, shoot, what is going on here? And I see that there is a, there's a line of people. Of course. A line of people, but not at the beginning say, it must to be get busy. in. No? It was still, and they have, at the beginning, it was like you, you get in. The line continued until, I believe, I don't know, 6.45 or 7 o'clock. And what happens is they have their, their limit due to the pandemic, and they can only allow a certain amount of people in. And so you can't get in once they reach capacity until somebody leaves. Mm. And so you have this line of people waiting there, conversations in line. Should we stick around? Do you think we're actually going to get in or not? Is it worth it? Will we have enough time to skate? Five people ended up leaving the line in front of me. And then I probably waited in that line for 25 minutes. And it's very exciting when was, you finally get in. Oh, I was going to say that was the exciting part about being dropped off at the roller rink by your mom was waiting, waiting in, line. in line and chatting with all your friends or people that go to a different school. Yeah. You know? And you'd get there early, too. Do you remember getting like if you knew the open skate started at seven o'clock, it was like, drop us off at 630 and we will just hang there and talk with people, get excited about what songs we hope play. I mean, I love the roller rink growing up. And so anyway... 
That was the first thing I know. So if you go, they close on May 8th. If you go, just know that there could be a wait for you. And they said that it has been very well attended since they announced that they were going away. I was just going to ask you, okay, two questions. Mm -hmm. First question, what happens when it's not open skate? Like, what's going on in there? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's is it like competitive roller skating? I, I don't know the answer to that. I'm, okay. I, my guess is no. My guess is they just have certain open skates during the day. Now, they're doing some adult nights, too. So you could probably, I don't know if Roller parties, Garden is on personal, social. You know, private parties, maybe, that well, type but, of thing. But in the next week and a half, the, their last week and a half being on, uh, check out their social or their their website or call ahead because they have some of the nights will be adult nights, twenty five and up. Okay. Um, there, so they have a different thing and different hours every day. But so the first thing is people are there, and let me just tell you this. Okay, I have a second question, but go ahead. Is yeah. it good? Yes. Hit it now. Don't forget what you were going to say. I won't. I just wonder if they did if they did a whole lot of promotion. If they could keep this their doors open, because it seems like people really want to be there. I wonder if this will keep them from closing. It won't. It's going away. Uh, the owner said he wants to retire now. Oh. And the pandemic and the shutdown mm-hmm. really just forced their hand is how okay. they feel in this situation. It was just the straw that broke the camel's back. But again, as I mentioned two years ago when I was there on a Sunday night, it was well attended then. And my sister's work only accounted for, I don't know, 20 or 30 people or something like that. It was, it seemed very well attended. I hope I'm remembering that correctly. But, um, but no, they're, just, they're, they're going away. And I was waiting in line. It's funny. I was talking with some people and this one woman who just try has been trying to get there every night that she can right now because she loves that roller rink. And she said it's just like a way for her to relieve her stress, to go there, to skate, listen to music. And she was really hoping that whoever this next family-run business that is going to take over, that they keep it a roller rink. I do not believe that is going to happen. Okay, it might turn into a nightclub. Uh, no, I said I said our our old roller rink did turn into a nightclub. She, this woman I spoke to, came up from St. Louis, Missouri. She said oh. we had four roller rinks in my town. They turned them all into clubs, and it was terrible. Mm. And she, it's not going to be turned into a club. I have a source. This might be. I don't know if it's public information, but I have a source that I'll just say. If you're betting money, do not bet on it being taken over and reopened as a roller rink. It's going in a different direction oh, okay. you know. as far as I know. <laughs> By the way, I know because my brother-in-law went over and just asked the owner, oh, what's happening? That's your and he was source? like, oh, this is what's happening. He didn't care. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I'll let that announcement happen in due time. Here's what I'll say I noticed. First of all, if you went to a roller rink in the 80s or 90s, it is exactly the same. The roller garden looks like it was plucked out of the set of Stranger Things. It feels exactly the same. They delightfully haven't done much updating in terms of how they can, their light shows and stuff like that. There's a disco ball in the center. The old same lights that were on the wall. So it feels great. Snack bar. Snack bar. During the final few skates, they let you know pizza's now half off a slice. Great pizza. The, fat, the, the same people are there, by the way. There's only ever a certain amount of types of people at a roller rink. The same ones are there. So you got the people who are there, casual skaters on roller skates. Then you got the folks who are pumped because they're trying out rollerblades. And then you've got the people who have been rollerblading for a long time and are feeling themselves. They are in their feels. They are loving it. They don't care who sees them. They are they dancing. They them. They are spinning. They're going backwards. Backwards. Yeah. I had a guy who, if he did one pirouette, he did a thousand. He was wow. spinning like a big dog. And I, I, as I was going around, I just was like, and my kids were there, and it was just so fun. Were it they felt on roller so nostalgic. skates or blades? 
They were all on rollerblades. I was on roller skates. Okay. I've never learned how to rollerblade. Me either. But they were all, all the types of people that you saw in the 80s and 90s, they are still there, and it's very entertaining people watching. And just watching people just release their inhibitions and have fun skating to music. My final takeaway is this. The fact that at a roller rink, and it was crowded last night out there on the floor, the fact that it is not just a constant pile of human bodies having bumped into each other, fallen down, and <laughs> yeah. there's just medics coming and going. It's amazing how few of people fell. There was only one time that I, no, two separate times that I saw three people go down together. I actually think humans might be better on roller skates than we are on our feet because oh. the amount of weaving that was happening and people not bumping into each other, there were so many near misses. And I just couldn't believe how good we all did. And I started to think, like in Times Square, people should be on roller skates. At the State Fair, everybody should skate <laughs> up before you get out there because something happens where when we're on skates, we are more aware of other people and we're weaving. And it's like a crowded intersection in Calcutta. Yeah, you it's, just know when to go. You know when to go. And it's no, like it's, it's amazing. Like, it's like everyone's working in a cohesive weird group think situation what is that called uh, let's call it group think okay <laughs> <laughs> but you're totally right don it's almost like we have this mind meld yes we're like a, a cell and we're all working together inside of it like mitochondria it's really wild is that the right so anyway term? i don't know the you roller could garden just say it with confidence we'll believe you <laughs> Say it with light of confidence. Uh, May 8th is when it closes, I believe. So if you're looking to get to the roller garden in St. Louis Park after 52 years in existence, I don't know, off 100 somewhere. Who's in St. Louis Park? I'm not going to give you those cross streets. Well, St. Louis Park is not just like, you know... There's West End St. Louis Park. It's not in West End St. Louis Park. Okay, there's like... uh, I don't do St. Louis Park. There's the, um, the bowling alley. Park Tavern, St. No, Louis not Park? near Park Tavern. Okay. I don't think. I'll Google it. Just Google it. I'll Google it. You used to work in St. Louis Park. I don't know St. Louis Park. Okay. I parked on a side street. Okay. That was nice. All right. Good to know. Good talking to you. Our uh, <laughs> Facebook question today, we have two hours and 45 more minutes together. Oh, okay. Our Facebook question is, jumping off of that, what closed business do you wish you could bring back to life? Hmm. Is there one that you wish, like, oh, God, maybe yep. it's from your childhood. Maybe it's something that recently closed during the last year due to the pandemic. What business would you like to bring back? Uh, let's see. Throwback Thursday music trivia today coming up in hour three at 1130. Yep. I will be quizzing Donna. We've got the College of Pop Culture Knowledge at 1030 today. Meanwhile, after the break, we have got a grab bag of things that will make you go, huh? Um, producer Grant, I am Grant, sent me a really interesting little factoid that has to do with, uh, that has to do with sports. And then Donna found something out about Grant. Is that correct? I don't remember. Oh. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> what? You said, do you want to know what Hugh Grant's full legal name <laughs> oh is? Oh, my God. I thought you meant producer oh. Grant. Oh, wow. And then I wrote, are you sure he's okay with us sharing this? And See, I thought, why are you asking that? That's a fair question. Oh, my gosh. This is what happens when you skip words. Words are really important. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, stick around. The show can only get better. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I 
love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on uh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Uh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to start with the baseball one. Okay. We'll start with I am Grant that he sent in to me, and then we'll move over to Hugh Grant, okay. his real name. <laughs> Get this. Seven baseball players who were struck out by the great Nolan Ryan had sons who grew up and got struck out by the great Nolan Ryan. <gasps> Oh, oh wow! That means gosh. he's been playing a long time, is what yes. you're saying. Oh my okay. gosh, that's amazing. How old do you think Nolan Ryan is today, Donna? Um, I'm going to say he's maybe 68. All right, that's great. 66, 68. Uh, born in 47. Let's all do the math together. Does that 70, make him 71? No, 73. <laughs> 73. All right. I'm um, trying to figure out when he played until what age. Come on, man. Oh, he was like 47, I think, when he retired. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap, that's amazing. Yeah, and he was a hard thrower, too. I bet. Threw some heat. He had like seven no-hitters, I think. Wow, that must have been really boring for the spectators. No, you. it's only boring for the first like six innings. And then it gets very exciting <laughs> at the yeah, end. Because oh, then you're okay. like, is he going to do this? Okay, six Just innings is a long time. Donna, buy me some peanuts and crack a chip. And a beer. And a pretzel with cheese on the side. Spell beer backwards, it's Reba. <laughs> now we move from I am Grant. Thank you for sending that in. The, uh, the board voted it in. <laughs> Thank you. Now we move to Hugh Grant. Okay. So I saw this headline. It is on BuzzFeed. Nice. And it says Hugh Grant's legal name is basically... Humongo Grant. No. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this— all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at Factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. His name is Hugh John Mungo Grant. So the John kind of gets in the way of Hugh Mungo, but it's Mungo. Is that his second middle name? Is that his confirmation name? <laughs> I don't Mine know is Anastasia. Is it? Thanks I thought you had asking. to pick something out of the Bible. Anastasia is a saint. Oh, see, and I never, I never chose one. I just went with my own name. I'm like, I like. My you name. choose a confirmation name, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. But you don't use it on any legal papers or anything. But like when you get to college, when no one knows who you, yeah, Don just could be like, Don I'm Anastasia. Bernadette Anastasia McLean. Yeah. Ooh, Bernadette, that's cute. <laughs> John Mungo Grant. <laughs> Hugh John Mungo. What kind of name is Mungo, do you think? Mungo. 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 Mungo's Italian Mungo. eatery. People, Come on up to Mungo. So it's an Italian name, probably. Is it Italian? The name Mungo is a boy's name of Scottish origin, oh. meaning my pet. Mungo, whose proper name was Tentagern, was the patron saint of Glasgow. Oh. There you go. Mungo. Albert, speaking of names, Albert Einstein wasn't the only scientist with the name Einstein. M.E. Einstein from Purdue University came up with the definitive equations for measuring how a pork carcass decomposes. And Rosemary Einstein from the University of Leeds ran a study where she concluded that college students don't like taking surveys. <laughs> well, come That's on. funny. I what, do. I like taking problem, a survey Don? in college. I don't want to take one now. I don't ever want to take one. When, oh, God. The survey. No, Would you like to fill out a survey? No, Dawn, don't get her started on this. You don't like that. No, I don't like it. Any, you do the same thing I do. I go, when sure. they're like, will you stay and Will you answer? rate my service? I'm like, oh, yes, sure, absolutely. absolutely. Or how about you go to the post office and then they circle. I, maybe I'm the only one who knows this because I'm the only one who goes to the post office. Um, they I'm, circle your receipt and they go, if you fill out this survey right mm. here, we'll give you a free stamp. Yep. Or, actually, there's no nothing you get nothing. No, they just want you to fill out a survey. Also, they do duty. it at Best Buy. Every too. app that you're on, every website. Yeah. Hey, how do you like our app? You could win a $500 gift card. Well, most of the time, there's mm-hmm. no benefit. Yeah. It's just being nice. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. I'll be nice in other ways, not yeah, taking not a survey a nice. Can I tell you what really sucks about no cash these days? Like sure. when you like people don't normally have cash on them. Mm-hmm. Like I, Steve, you were talking about getting really good service the other day at Best Buy yes. in Eden Prairie. Well, yes. I went through the Starbucks in Eden Prairie and the people working the window were so 
stinking nice. They were just so lovely to my buddy, and they were just like petting him, and they gave him a pup cup. And I was so your buddy, your dog, in case anyone's first time listener, exactly. Because otherwise, like, why would they do that to your friend that you brought to Starbucks? And they're like, "Have a blessed day. Thank you for stopping in." Blessed day. Yes. And I'm like, Starbucks. I don't have any cash, and you you know they already run your card. And I'm like, darn, I need to go back and leave a tip for these young ladies because Mm. they were so wonderful. And that sucks. And also, I've had neighbor kids knocking on my doors asking me if I want to buy bracelets. And they were going to donate some of the money to um, a rescue, an animal rescue. I have no cash. So I thought you were a cash lady. I'm I'm not really. I I like to have like a 20 in my wallet. I always have a 20. But then you can't get... Yeah. And then you need to get change of a 20, and then mm. it's a whole thing. Anyway, thank you for those fun facts, Steve. You got it, buddy. All right. When we come back, uh, let's talk a little TV. I tried a new show on Apple Plus TV, and I am not having it. I'll tell you why. You know, sometimes the hardest part about going to the gym is literally going to the gym. That's where the why comes in. When you become a YMCA of the North member, you get free access to virtual Y. Five to six live streams daily on fitness, well-being, cooking, and more. Plus, if you join by April 30th, you'll get $0 enrollment and a free personal training session, too. Go to ymcanorth.org. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, man. You know, we had, uh, when you were on vacation, Steve, um, our lovely Brittany, who filled in for you, had suggested a show on Apple TV Plus, and it freaked me out. I decided to watch an episode. I couldn't even make it through the first episode. Dawn, I think this might be right up your alley. Ooh. It's, it's called Calls, C-A-L-L-S, and I don't even know how to explain it. It is so unique. And, you know, on that level, I appreciate the uniqueness of the show. I don't really know where it's going, but you're basically watching a screen. Of, oh, I remember her talking about okay. this. It seemed like a really neat concept. It's kind of got it, like a almost like a Twilight Zone kind of feel. You never see any humans. You just see a screen with the sound, the sound wave of phone calls, and you see the text of the phone call conversation that's taking place. Hmm. So I, I don't want to give anything away, but I want to give like an example. So I'll give like a fake example. Okay. Let's say this is going to be good. Mm. This is going to be tricky. Mm. This is going to be really tricky. Well, you okay. got it. Let's say, Dawn, you and I are having a conversation on the phone, and I'm like, hey, are we still meeting up for lunch? And you're like, yeah, I just got one thing to do. Uh, I'm watching my sister's kids, so I'm going to be a little later. Then the call gets fuzzy. Then some, there's some kind of weird activity happening. You don't know what it is. Okay. They, we get disconnected. Okay. Mm. And then my phone rings, and it's Steve. And okay. Steve is oh, nice. on the phone. What's and up, he's Donna? Like, hey, Donna. What's up, Donna? I just killed Don. Right, something <laughs> like that. More you like. Come help me clean the body. Hey, can you blow off? I, did you blow Don off yet to, so that we can go have lunch together? You said you were going to. And so all this stuff happens. And then there's something that happens during the phone call. And one thing leads to another. 
And it's something that you're like, okay, now I'm intrigued. What is this? And the way that they are able to tell a story without showing you any visual is mm. so unique. It's almost like old-timey radio. Yes. But you're also getting to see the text on the screen and the sound wave. And it kind of creates this new element of storytelling. Um, and it's so unique. And I just really think that you, Dawn, would like it. Now, does any the text on the screen, um, does it offer anything different than what you're hearing? No. So why can't this be a podcast? It can. Okay. Oh. Oh. It very well might it could be. Have been. Oh. It can. But okay. maybe Apple TV needed some new content and oh, they yeah. were like, let's just throw this on there. Okay. It is kind of there I'm is intrigued. there is something about seeing the text on the screen that if you miss something, you're like it yeah. fills it in because it gets staticky. Oh, I see. Okay. You know, it's almost like you're stuck between two channels at some point. Mm. And this makes me think that this is kind of your thing oh, because you've experienced you. some things like that. Sure. Um, so, so is this a recommend or no? Where are you on the Gary okay, scale? Okay, so for me, um, well, I'm going to give it, i tell you what, I'm going to go... Three out of five Garys. I like it for its creativity. Oh, wow. Definitely providing something that nobody else is offering, right? Okay. Um, yep. uh, it's got that mystique. About it that I like, it just started to scare me to the point where I don't want to. I don't want to say anything. I, I better not say anything okay. because if you yeah. want to check yeah. it out, oh good. Yeah. Okay, so you okay. got scared, scaredy cat. I got scared, and then I was like, Mm-mm, "I'm not. I'm not gonna oh, be in okay. this for the long haul. I can't." <sighs> just sounds like something good is not going to happen. Ooh. So it's called Calls. Yes. And you can check it out on Apple uh, is it Apple, Apple TV, TV Plus. Plus. Apple TV okay. Plus. Okay. Yes, so. we have that free for a year, I think, with our yes. new device. Yes, Queen. Um, then, Steve, I wanted to tell you yeah. that I think I'm almost done with Cobra Kai. I think I'm almost mm. up to date. I The latest episode I watched has Elizabeth Shue in it. Sure. Who, by the way, looks amazing. Yes. And I really, really loved this episode so much. What happened? Well, I guess I shouldn't ask. You can ask. What happens at the end of this episode? Um, Does Johnny walk into something? Does Johnny appear at a party? Johnny is at a party, but that's not how it ends. It and there's some stuff, there's a scuffle okay. that happens between the kids and... Okay, scuffle. Miguel gets into some predicament again. Okay. Johnny okay. goes to the other lady, his girlfriend's house, who is Miguel's mom. Yes. And is faced with a realization of something that happened. But, oh, no, it ends with... Mm-hmm. It ends on a good note. Mm. All the kids are at the... At the um. Miyagi. Yes, Miyagi-do. Miyagi-do. About to um, train. Okay. With a couple of uh, senseis. You know what I'm saying. Oh, then, Don, I think you just finished season three. No, there's no no more? I don't think. I think you just finished season three. I just want you to know so that you don't go to turn it on. See how many? No, I just, no. What? 
I just wa- I just watch as I go, and then I'm like, that's all I'm going to watch for tonight. Ooh. Yeah, that's all you're going to watch for the next nine months. Oh, gosh. It's you done. Know, you know what makes me really upset? It's similar to this. If I'm reading a book, and I don't see where the last page is, and yeah. I read it, and then I turn the page, and I go, oh, that was it. Yes. That's oh. why I always mark it with another bookmark. <laughs> right. So that I know to, that my emotions can start to oh, figure you know, it out. Just Interesting. filling up my body so I can really embrace yes. the end of the story. Uh, it's like when you're on a plane, and they say, we've started our initial descent. You yeah. need to know that. Tell me this is the final chapter so that I right. am seeking more closure. Yeah. Well, I have to say what I really loved about this episode is I really want to be Elizabeth Shue's character in this episode mm. because she's like really lovely. You know, both boys were her boyfriends at some point when mm-hmm. they were kids and yes. she comes back home and they're at a party and the way they wrap it up is just so lovely it's like we'll always have this right but now we're living in the present and then from a so that's one storyline in cobra kai cobra kai which you can watch all episodes now on netflix the other is just buying into the cheesy 80s turn modern fight the fight story scenes line. are amazing. Oh, the fight scenes are really fun to watch, but also just the the arc of where the story has gone with Daniel and Johnny, and then uh, uh, Sensei Kreese, the original owner of the the original Sensei of the Cobra mm-hmm. Kai dojo back in the eighties. Yeah, the flashbacks and yes, and there's some fun stuff there. It makes you excited for the next season from the fight storyline standpoint mm-hmm. as to where they're gonna go. Uh, yeah, I, I that last scene was. Pretty satisfying, yeah. I thought. It should, they did a yeah. really good job. And Dawn, again, it is cheesy. Yes. No, MC loves it. You just have to buy into the cheesiness, just, and then you yeah. can enjoy it. He was yes. so excited about because he has seen Karate Kid many times. Like he knows the word, the lines, and oh, everything. Oh, oh, okay, so yeah. there was a part with uh, the guy who's like, "Put him in a body bag." Yeah, <laughs> and Sensei Crease. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's a thing with him where it's a callback to that. And that guy yeah. is and so he, he, at lunch yesterday. He sat there and told me this five minute story about <laughs> Cobra Kai, and I was like, "Mm hmm, uh huh, great." You guys, you know, you know the guy that says, "Put him in a body bag." I'm like, "No, <laughs> I, I don't remember that." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "But it's so great for fans, original fans." And I, I wasn't even a fan of Karate Kid. Okay. I'm just vaguely I, familiar. I saw it once. Yeah, you know? me too. Me it, too, but it's it is, great. it is, yeah, you do. You buy into the cheesiness and you go, but even that guy, Sensei Kreese, put him in a body bag. Even his character, cheesy, yes, but he also delivers some lines that just make you, he's easy to hate. Oh, good. He's very easy to hate. Yes. And then and then they try to get you to have a little bit of sympathy for him or at least understanding of where he's come from. He told an interesting story, that actor, whose name escapes me at the moment, but the guy who played Sensei Kreese in the original Karate Kid and now is back in Cobra Kai, he wanted to be in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm. Tarantino, I'll tell the story, I think, this way. Tarantino comes up, up to him at a red carpet. Oh, I love this guy. We should work together someday. Oh. And then he gets his he gets Tarantino's number mm-hmm. to like his agent or manager or whatever. And so the, the actor was so excited about this. And the next week, he calls him up. Nothing. Doesn't hear back. A few months later, calls him up again. Nothing. A few years go by. And then finally, he sees Tarantino at a party or something oh. like that. And then he's like, you know what? What do I have to lose? Goes up and says, hey, you know, I, I don't want to... 
Buggy, I don't know if you, was it your number or whatever? And he was like, look, I've heard you call. If you call this many times, then you need to be in a movie of mine. It means you really want to be. And then I believe you put him in, I think it was the, no, it was the Leonardo DiCaprio Brad Pitt movie. Departed? Oh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes, oh, he's in there. Played. That's a great movie. I, th- oh, I think it's kind of a it. bit role as an actor in one of the movies. Um, but anyway, Tarantino did that. So point. The, what's the lesson for the group? Uh, never give up. Oh never my gosh, give up. I needed to hear that today. Squeaky wheel gets the grease, and the only thing you can be afraid of is no. Yes. And a no ain't going to break you, but you may as well just dig until until you realize you're at the bottom of the hole. I agree. Thank you, Steve. Advice. Ah, motivational speaking with Steve. Thank you. Hey, we'll save this for tomorrow, but I want to catch up with Dawn on where you are with The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, good. You're on board now. I cannot (laughs) wait. I also watched the first episode of the new uh, Handmaid's Tale season. Wow. Um, So much to talk about, but we'll get to that tomorrow because I want to make sure you're here for it. Um, Are you watching Handmaid's Tale? Me? Yeah. No, but um, MC watches it at the gym and it's embarrassing to him. He doesn't. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. I want people to see that he's watching it. <laughs> it's an odd choice for yeah. the gym. Yeah. But okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So, right. no, but I've watched the first whole season. I loved it. But then I just got pulled into something else like Game of Thrones. Right. I think. That's and then a lot that of darkness. Me, uh, something like that. But, yeah. you know, it's not far enough. It's I've got time to catch up, I think. Right. You know, not, not too many seasons have gone by is what right. I'm trying to say. Yeah, you can get there. But anyway, we'll do that tomorrow. But when we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Right, guys? Yeah. Uh, Steve, you saw something uh, that took place at a baseball game. Yep. And it was, imagine like the worst, if you're a baseball player, what's the worst thing that you think could happen to you in a game? It happened to one of the most popular baseball players on the planet last night. Oh, my gosh. Is there video? There is. Oh, don't, don't look at it yet. All right. We'll discuss when we come right back on my talk. You know, sometimes the hardest part about going to the gym is literally going to the gym. That's where the Y comes in. When you become a YMCA of the North member, you get free access to virtual Y. 
five to six live streams daily on fitness, well-being, cooking, and more. Plus, if you join by April 30th, you'll get $0 enrollment and a free personal training session too. Go to ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Producer Don McClain with us as well. Uh, get ready for sports talk. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. Hey, Don. Uh, hey. All right. All right, so if you're a baseball player, what's the worst thing that could happen to you at a game? You get hit in the crotch with a fastball. You, no. Your pants uh, come down while you're sliding into third. You accidentally spit at the umpire. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we're not baseball players, but we're women, and we don't like those things. <laughs> you get caught scratching. No. Oh. <laughs> Which you every day. were close at the beginning, oh. Donna. Getting hit by a ball. Okay. Not in the crotch, although that could be worse. Though you are wearing a cup. That's I've true. never been hit in the crotch when wearing a cup. But it's Do much. Do you want to have it happen? Because we can arrange it. I know. Oh, yeah. Don't forget. Oh, yeah, monkey show. boy, we got and a the bit. show tomorrow <laughs> That's on, the, on TCL. I'm so glad I didn't um, come into radio like in the 90s when they were doing all this just wacky stuff. Hey, we're going to be throwing baseballs at producer Jimmy today. Uh, yeah. If you want to throw a baseball? a lot of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, I've, I've very rarely ever worn a cup. When I played uh, basketball, hashtag brave, I <laughs> just was out there. All right, just free ball. What happened? My ball, no basket. <laughs> you know what I mean, Donna? Uh, I didn't yeah. even know how to put a cup on for a while. I was All like, right. what we side goes where? Are you familiar with a cup or not, Donna? <gasps> oh, my God. I just watched the video. All yes. right, Bryce Harper, oh, major okay, star. Let me do it. Now I thought we were supposed to wait. We were. She I jumped the gun. I help it. It's fine. Bryce Harper, uh, <gasps> all-star baseball player, took a 97-mile-per-hour fastball to his face last <gasps> night. Oh, not okay. to the helmet. To his face. They were playing the St. Louis Cardinals high and inside. Oh. And he tries to get out of the way, and it looks like it hits his nose. I mean, it knocks his helmet off. Yeah. He's got a big gash on the side of his nose. Um, It's just 97 miles an hour. <sighs> Baseball face. He he had to have broken a bone in his face. Oh, what, are you my a doctor? God. They slowed it down for us. No, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Steve, you don't have to be a doctor to oh. assume that there might be a break when you take that what's the difference between that and a baseball bat to the face you know i think a baseball bat is a lot worse to the face but we'll find out next wednesday <laughs> when we <laughs> tomorrow on steve on twin cities live Coming with up. donna co-hosting that's no that's right. in two oh it's today thursday yeah. oh my gosh yeah is it tomorrow yeah. it is yeah, yeah so you're right yeah. let's make it happen we need the cup challenge and we need the baseball Ooh. bat to the face Man. Well, let's get a follow-up on this guy. What he's, ha- uh, happened? We well, the manager okay? got thrown out. Why? Well, the manager came out and yelled, throw over the bleeping plate. And they so they kicked manager Joe Girardi out of the Philadelphia Phillies. Well, you know. I guess he's okay. And then Joe Girardi was upset. The manager saying the pitcher should be thrown out of the game. <laughs> now, the pitcher uh, did seem, seem to feel bad when this oh. happened. But, yeah. It's fast, guys. I... 
I think one of the scariest things in sports would be like, you know what you could, I don't even think, pay me enough for? Hmm. That's not true. Everybody has a price. But would be for me to stand in the batter's box with a Major League Baseball pitcher throwing full heat. Oh, yeah, no. that's great. I don't like that. Dawn, I, um, we do have, I don't know if it's safe. Never mind. I'll just link it up. Link um, it up! We do have Bryce Harper, I think, on his Instagram page talking about to it. it and turn my mic yeah, off okay and so steve and i will uh what are you following bryce harper now Donna? don't worry about you've it you've really taken to this story i feel bad when people are injured oh man yeah and you just you know you know think about the times that you've been hitting your nose Oh, gosh, stubbing your toe. You think you're going to be rushed to the hospital. Wait a minute. What? Oh, my gosh. Then later in the game, let me see if it's in the same inning. Let me see Okay. if it's okay. in the same inning. It is. Same inning, that same pitcher. I think maybe the next batter beans him in the back. Oh, I see. I saw that one, too. Same <laughs> clip. Same um, pitcher. Okay, Don has. So Bryce is going to talk about, in a very monotone voice, okay. yeah. <laughs> how his injury went. Okay. Hey, Bryce. Hi, Bryce. Bryce. Um, everything feels good. Uh, everything came back good. Um, CT, all that kind of stuff. So, um, face is still there. So, <laughs> we're all good. Okay. See you guys soon. Okay, okay bye bye. Thank, thank you, you for that update. Yeah, Bryce. no, thanks, Bryce. God did not give with two hands. <laughs> <laughs> We can't all be you know, busted. Hey, you know I, what? He's good at one thing, yeah. and that's Le- catching balls with his face. <laughs> Let me say this, Don. There is, if we had to rank athletes in terms of which athletes give the best interviews, uh. there are no worse press conferences to watch than hockey players giving interviews after a game. Oh, I and I love, love hockey. I love it. I and love it's always it. a it's Canadian so thing, and we uh, we tried to get the puck around, and we uh, couldn't get it around, and uh, we uh, just tried to get it over to Timmy Two Shots. And, uh, <laughs> Timmy Timmy Two Shots. Shots. and they're always dropping their... Uh, Sidney Crosby of the Pittsburgh Penguins does this a lot, too, one of the most famous players in hockey. Terrible, terrible press conferences. And always dropping their nicknames, because they're all nicknamey out there. <laughs> yeah. And it's never... It's It actually seems... Like they've been told right before, and whatever you do, I don't want any inflection. Right. I don't want any personality. None of it. The NFL is the best at interviews, though, don't you think? They, they have the dress most the part. personalities. Yes. yes. Well, you know, in the NFL, part of it is fun to watch what they're wearing in post-game press conferences, and that's because the NFL network is partly to blame, or uh, they get the credit for it, however you look at it. And I would say credit. They have cameras now in every stadium when players arrive. And then they break into their to the player arrivals live. They have like a six hour pregame show on the NFL Network, and then they'll break in live and say, "Oh, Cam Newton just arrived at Foxborough Stadium in New England." And then they see what color suit he's wearing. Is there a fedora on top too? If somebody's playing a casual, it's funny. They're they're like red carpet reporters. They're breaking down the game most of the time, but during the thirty seconds that they watch people arrive at the uh, at the stadium, then they turn into red carpet reporters. They're critiquing the outfit, and That's it is gotta be it's very painful. fun. They don't want to do that. No, they do, but they don't do it in a way that they're taking it seriously at all. They're it not is like, like, oh my god, look no, at that. No, they're like, why would he wear that? You don't need to wear. It. It's great. It's very oh, fun. Oh, good. Hmm. And uh, we passed the puck around, and uh, we hope to get past the blue line. And when we couldn't do it, they called the offsides. And uh, okay. are you a hockey fan? 
Love hockey. You do? Yeah. I get really bored at games. Oh, I think hockey is one of the best spectator sports out there. It's too fast for me. It's Mm -hmm. way too fast. And I've been to a few games, probably five or six games. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Oh, I didn't even notice the score changed. Like, I can't keep up. (sighs) Baseball's your jam. Yes. That's for you. Slow and steady. Yeah. Yes. You can be one of the people who takes score of the game, too. You get a scorecard, and then you're breaking down balls, strikes, strikeouts, hits, walks. I do basketball, too. Basketball's good. Of course. You shoot hoops in the park. You know it, buddy. (laughs) I'm going to start a uh, pickleball league very soon in the neighborhood. Oh, we really like pickleball. We think that's great. We have a pickleball net. We're going to buy one, and we're going to play in the cul-de-sac. Oh, my gosh. That's so extroverted of you. Are you sure you want to do this? I like staying home. Like, my neighbors are right outside my front door, so I don't have to go anywhere. Okay. Yeah, she just likes staying on the street. Yeah, and I like walking back in my house and being alone. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I could go, hey. Then your roommate pops out. Donna, you're back. Get back in your hole. Oh, and my dog ran away yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Did you find him? I found him. He came back. Okay, because you would have called in if he didn't. Exactly. Couldn't have run that fast. He's pretty fast. He's pretty (laughs) fast, Steve. Knock it off. Dawn, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Bye. All right, we'll be right back.